Welcome to another episode of the Outdoor Scholars Podcast, where you get a chance to learn all about the only program in the country that keeps students involved in the outdoors while educating them on career opportunities within the outdoor industry. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. I'm William Crawford, the host of this show, and today we have uh, two special guests. They're, they've become famous uh, after the last few weeks, uh, Tyler Harless and Jarrett Brown. Uh, these guys uh, are on the University of Montevallo fishing team, and they also just won, dominated uh, the 2020 uh, Alabama Bass Nation State Championship. Uh, it was the second year in a row that the University of Montevallo's fishing team won this event, uh, and we're very excited to, to have these two guys join us today. Uh, first off, congratulations on the, the big win, uh, and it definitely was a, a big win for you guys, uh, seeing that you just uh, absolutely uh, manhandled the, the field and, and uh, nobody else was even close to, to you guys. And uh, Before we dive into to the actual tournament and talk a little bit about it, uh, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, uh, where you're from, and, and uh, how far along in school you are. I'm uh, Jarrett Brown. I'm from Montevallo, and I'm a senior this year. I'm Tyler Harless. I'm from Helena, Alabama, and I'm a senior as well. So you guys have, have been through the program your whole time you've been in school here. What's kind of some, some thoughts y'all y'all have had as you were finishing up your, your college career here at, at Montevallo? What's some, some things that you'll always remember? Well, winning the state championship I'll definitely always remember. Um, had some pretty cool excursions that we've gone on for the Outdoor Scholars Program that's been real memorable, and it's just been a real unique experience to get to – go through college with the Outdoor Scholars Program and be on the fishing team for four years. It's been a blast. Yeah, the, the trips with the Outdoor Scholars Program and all the tournaments, um, we got got the win this year, but we finished second last year and made it to the national championship. So it's been it's been fun all the way through. Well, going into to this tournament, did, did you guys feel like that you had a, a good shot at, at uh, pulling out a, a big bag, or, or was this something that was just a total shock after, after the weigh-in? We, uh, we thought we could go catch. We are pretty confident in 20 or 21 pounds, but uh, we thought that other people were definitely going to catch them too, and we were, we, were li- we were a little worried. We knew we, we probably needed more than what we were expecting, but uh, we definitely didn't expect 30 pounds. Well, you know, y'all were right there, what, a couple ounces shy of uh of No, it was a couple it, water drops shy. <laughs> yeah, le- less than an ounce away. Less than an ounce away, and, and I think the second-place team was, what, around 20 pounds? No, they were like 17, 17 and, and a half. half. So, so, I mean, you guys just were, were way ahead, and uh, I, I think it kind of, uh, I think, opened some eyes and, and such. But, uh you know, catching that big of a bag, I'm sure that's probably y'all's biggest bag that you've ever caught, especially for a tournament. Oh, yes, yeah. by far. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about Nothing it. even close to it. So so what was the, the one biggest fish in the in the bunch, or were they all right there around the, around the same? Um, the big fish was a – it was 8.00. It was the big fish of the tournament. And then we had another 6.5, a 6-pounder, and, and then a couple 4.5-pounders, I think. 
Our, our smallest one, I think, was like right under five. So, so going through through practice, how many days did y'all have to, to pre-fish for this tournament and kind of prepare for it? We practiced for three days. The tournament was on Saturday, and we went down there early Wednesday morning, practiced Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And and throughout that time, I mean, was it y'all were always on fish, or, or, or was it kind of a, a grind towards the end? Kind of lay out the, your practice for us. The first two days of practice were terrible. Tyler caught one big fish, and I think we caught two others besides that besides the one big one he caught and uh, Friday the last day of practice we finally found some and figured some stuff out and uh, just rolled it over to Saturday and worked out you know for for our listeners that are uh, have, have followed this this podcast and, and also maybe follow other uh, outdoor related podcasts they may not be familiar with the the tournament format and how um, how things uh, or set up and, and as far as practice and, and, and all goes. But, you know, when you go out there and you're practicing for these tournaments, I mean, what, what is it that you're looking for, and, and does it always hold true when it comes tournament time? Uh, it definitely does not always hold true, but it's different. What you're looking for is different with every tournament and every place you go. I mean, there's, there's some things that you can take and apply to every place that you go. Um, but for the most part, it, it's different what you're looking for every time. So, so leading into this tournament, kind of give us the, the layout. Like, what was the temperature like? What was the water temperature like? And, and, you know, water clarity and those kinds of things. Water temperature was low 50s. Water clarity was chocolate milk. And um, the, the air temperature was, was okay. It was mid-50s, 60s, but it was raining. And the nights were getting cold. Um, so the rain just added to the to the dirty water and uh we we were just able to find some clean water that was basically crystal clear and uh there there was a lot of fish holding in it why do you think why do you think more fish were holding right there in that that clear water tyler Um, you're you're the biology guy what's (laughs) what's the scientific reasoning for that well i hadn't quite taken an aquatic biology class yet at the school so i can't give you a real definitive answer but um, I mean, there's obviously still going to be fish in muddy water, but they're just going to be easier to catch in the clear water when it's super muddy like that, just because they can see the bait better and they don't get so, when there's a whole lot of just mud that washes through, they kind of get shocked a little bit and they just get lockjawed sometimes. And when you find stable, clear water, you can normally find a little bit better bite. So we tried to make a point to find some cleaner water because the first two days of practice, we fished in the dirty water and didn't have much luck, so we tried to find cleaner water so that we could hopefully stumble across something. Well, Jarrett, you mentioned towards the end of your your practice time, you think you thought y'all kind of figured something out for the uh, for the tournament itself, and you go out there on tournament day and do things hold true? Is what y'all saw during that last uh, you know few hours of practice for you guys? Not exactly. Um, the place where we the first place we found fish on Friday is uh, that's where we started Saturday and we went for two hours without a bite in that place and then uh, we went to another place that we found Friday and spent 30 or 45 minutes there without a bite and then it's just like flipping a switch and they started biting and uh, 
within 30 minutes we had our weights. It, it didn't exactly go as we thought it would go, but that, that's okay. So were you sitting there when things weren't happening the way you were thinking they should or, or the way that you wanted to? Were you, were you second-guessing yourself at all or thinking that you ought to move and go somewhere else? Yes, every second. After after about the first couple of hours of not catching anything, it kind of kind of got us a little worried. But uh, we we really only had one game plan. We didn't have a backup, so we just had to stick with it and hope it worked. So as a as a tournament angler, you're out there, you're fishing, you think you have something, and, and things don't work out, or it's not working out at that point in time. How do you know when it's time to pull the plug and go do something else, go try something else, or or, or how? How do you just talk yourself into just staying there? What, do you, what is it that's going through y'all's head? It just depends on the situation, I guess, and how much confidence you have in a spot and how much confidence you have in what you're doing. Because, I mean, one thing is we didn't exactly have anything to run to, so that helped us out to stay in that spot longer. But um, we caught one fish there in practice, and it was a five-and-a-half-pounder, so we knew that it had good potential there, so that helped us to – just lock in there and settle down and just really fish it thoroughly to make sure we didn't miss anything. Well, again, by you guys winning the uh, Alabama Bass Nation College State Championship, that qualified y'all for the Bassmaster National Championship, which will be held later on uh, this summer uh, at an undisclosed location. Uh, that'll come out later on uh, in the spring. Uh, Tyler, what does it mean for you for, for you to be able to qualify here your senior year to go and fish at the National Championship? It's really awesome. That's catching thirty pounds was awesome, but definitely qualifying for the national championship is what I was most happy about. Um, last year we came in second in the state championship, and some crazy situation happened to where my partner got to fish the national championship, and I didn't, and I got real bummed out about that. So I'm real happy and excited to be able to fish in the national championship this year. So. Let me explain to, to the listeners here kind of what happened in the layout, what happened last year. Last year, uh, J.T. Russell and uh, Elliot Terode won the uh, state championship, which qualified them for the, the national championship. The problem was J.T. had already qualified with another partner, Porter James, and so that left Elliot out there to uh, be qualified as a spot for the national championship. The way that the, the rules were set up is that they would take two individuals, a boater and a non-boater, and seeing that Elliot was a non-boater in this tournament, uh, that meant the next highest place, who was the boater, would fill in for that second spot, which Jarrett was the boater for that tournament with him and Tyler finishing second. So Tyler was, was left out of the mix, and it was a, uh, you know, a, a bad situation regardless of how it played out. And uh, So I know I was really excited for Tyler uh, in this instance to see that he was able to, uh, him and Jarrett, able to win this tournament, but yet he gets a chance now to fish at the national championship. So uh, I was definitely uh, happy for that. And Jarrett, this will be your second year in a row to, to get to qualify and go fish at the national championship. I know you had a really good run last year during the national championship. Uh, what are you kind of looking forward to as, as that approaches here in the next couple months? Uh, just getting back to the whole experience. There's nothing else like it. Um, it's as far as college fishing goes, that's the top. It, it, it's a way to, it's a gateway to the Bass Masters, Bass Masters Classic, and uh, it, it's it's just a good experience. Be, being able to go last year was fun, and uh, I'm just ready to go back and do even better than we did last year. 
Well, you finished inside the, the top 10 cut last year at the national championship, you and, you and Elliot, and, and had a, a good little run, and I think just kind of run out of fish there at the, at the end. But uh, as you said, it's the best of the best, and it is a, a chance to, to qualify for the Classic, and what a great experience that would be uh, for one of our guys to, to get to, to fish in that and compete during that whole tournament. Uh, so, what, again, what an exciting time it was at Lake Eufaula. Uh, for you guys to win the, the state championship. I know for the fishing team as a whole, it was back-to-back -back, uh, state championships. And uh, I, I told you guys before we ever went fishing that whoever won, we'd get treated uh, to, to a big meal. And so we're, we're cooking steaks tonight for all the guys and uh, really looking forward to that. Tyler, are you, are you hungry? Did you bring your appetite? You no, know, we just went and ate lunch, but I'm still pretty hungry. I'm ready to eat about three or four steaks. I hope you brought plenty for me. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be ready to eat. Well, when Scooter went and got the steaks yesterday, he was asking how big I, I wanted them. When I, and I, I told him, I said, well, we know Harless is going to be hungry. So you got that right. Make, make sure we had a big enough one for him. So um, so kind of moving forward, we're, we're right here uh, in a, a very busy time of the, the season for, for you guys as far as fishing goes. Uh, what's up next for y'all? Uh, next, we're going to Smith Lake uh, the end of this month for the – Bassmaster College Series. It's but it's the uh, nation. It's a, a nationwide trail, so it won't. It, it's not just the state. But uh, looking forward to that, and hopefully we can get a top ten, if not a win, out of that one also. So, well, good deal. Well, wish you guys a, a lot of luck the rest of the year, and and uh, hopefully you'll be in the the winter circle again, and then we can record another podcast. Yep. Uh, we'll but, be back for round two here shortly. So y'all stay tuned. <laughs> So, again, Tyler Harless and Jarrett Brown here with us, uh, 2020 Alabama Bass Nation College State Champions. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us today. I know, Jarrett, I think you've got class or something here in just a few minutes, so we'll wrap this up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. Check back with us next time to see where we may be and what in the world we may be doing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Also, it would really help us out if you would rate and review. Be sure to come back often for a new episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast.